Welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm uh, Jody Van. Hey, oh. wait. <laughs> wait. She is ready. Wait, I'm Jody. <laughs> and I'm Crystal. And thank you so much for tuning in for this week's boot camp for yeah. your soul. Hey, listen, our mission is to help you go from fizzling to sizzling by what, Jody? Toning up flabby thinking and developing mental, mental muscle. muscle. It's time for you to feel strong, live healthy, and fulfill God's audacious plan for your life. How do we do that? Not by complaining. Uh-oh. Jody, read this awesome quote. Listen to this. When you complain, you make yourself a victim. Leave the situation, change the situation, or accept it. All else is <laughs> madness. And it is madness. Eckert Toll. <laughs> exactly. What is complaining? Oh, man. (laughs) Well, we're going to try and tackle this subject. (laughs) We're sitting at the library earlier this week, you know, going over this subject, and it... We would have really banked a thousand dollars that we were not complainers. Yeah, we are so positive. If we are the most... (laughs) Nothing negative comes out of our mouths. And pretty soon... I mean, it's hot. I've got hot flashes. I'm tired of these telemarketers calling me. It's amazing how much we complain. Well, the average person, they say, complains 15 to 30 times a day. We're going... No "Mm, way. It's got to be more 50 to 100 100. times a day. Absolutely. Like we just said, it's so hot. It's this. It's that. My kids. The spouse. The... I mean, there is such a culture of complaining that it's it's just it's seeped into our soul and before you know it and so we're just saying today become aware of your complaining i mean we can complain about our boss our spouse our kids the traffic our the weight money teacher you name it there is something to look at and be dissatisfied that is exactly what it is complaining comes from an attitude of the heart, a heart of discontentment. Mm-hmm. And it just makes us ripe for for being a complainer. Just notice your everyday conversations. Yeah. Uh, you're in the grocery store. Someone approaches you. Man, it's hot. <laughs> I feel like I'm baking in an oven. Look what it does to my hair. My skin. I, I, I'm so sweaty. I can't stand it. Mom, we're hungry. There's no food in the refrigerator. Oh, I got to go to the grocery store it's again. True. This, I mean, how many conversations are just started right. with complaints? So, yes, we are a complaining society. Okay, so complaining um, means an expression of dissatisfaction or annoyance. Okay, but there's another translation, and it means to remain or stay another night. So do you find yourself complaining about the same thing? I mean, if, if you do, if you're complaining about the same thing over and over, day after day, year after year, 
guess what? You are caught in the complaining loop, that that hamster wheel of of being dissatisfied. So we, we get dissatisfied with someone else's behavior, our own behavior, a situation. So now we're annoyed or angry, threatened, even prideful. You know, how dare you treat me this way? Or how dare those cars, you know, get in my way? I mean, it's amazing what we find ourselves complaining about. And so we find fault. We become judgmental about ourselves and other people. Even though, you know, the Bible warns us over and over to not grumble and complain. James 5, 9 says, do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. (laughs) Behold, there is a judge and he is standing at the door and it ain't us. And you see that judge is like capitalized. (laughs) There's a judge. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be, you know, in, in his way. And so here's the thing that happens as humans, you know, when, when we are uncomfortable with something, when something is bothering us, there's a way we, we need to, we want to relieve those uncomfortable feelings and they pent up. And so what, what do we do? We end up saying something negative. We, we, you know, act like we're blowing off steam or venting, but the problem with saying just everything that comes to mind, I love this. I read this in the Harvard Business Review. This guy writes, when we complain, we complain sideways. We rarely complain or confront, I should say, the the person who's frustrated us or we rarely confront the situation that's truly upsetting us. But who do we talk to? Uh-huh. Friends, family, coworkers, coworkers mm-hmm. people who have no no power and no authority to change anything. And so our complaint serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just this passive protest. And what we're really doing is we're seeking allies. Come on. Mm-hmm. We, we go to people pe- who agree. We go to people who agree and we, we spout off and we fuss, mm-hmm. but we're not looking for a solution. Yeah. Have you ever noticed people who are in the same job for five, <laughs> 10, 15 exactly. years and all the employees there are complaining to each other day after day, yep. week after week, and they're stuck there. Yep. They will stay there for the rest of their lives. They complain about the boss. They complain about the conditions. They complain about each other. They complain about the environment. And they will be there for the next 20 years. Do you remember that quote? Stay away from still people. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The people still broke, still (laughs) complaining, still hating, still nowhere. Is stay away from still yeah. people. Uh-huh. That's exactly uh-huh. what you're talking about. The complainers. Okay, so that's what what complaining is. Why does it matter? Because I think one of the greatest examples for us. Guess where we're going back to? The, the children of, of Israel. Israel. The Bible talks about how they were an example to us of what to do, what not to do, and the Bible talks about how they complained about everything. everything everything they complained about the weather they complained about their shoes they complained about the water they complained about the food yep. they complained about leadership they complained they complained they complained and first corinthians 10 let me find jody's finding her scripture oh hang on talks talk amongst yourselves <laughs> while i find my scripture <laughs> 
and we must not embrace their ways, talking about the children of Israel, by complaining, grumbling with discontent, as many of them did and were killed by the destroyer. It literally took their lives because all they did was complain. Because when you're complaining like they did, see, they were going to the promised land. They were going to the land of Canaan more than enough. And that represents our lives. It's just like us going to our dreams fulfilled, a land of more than enough, a life of prosperity, blessings, great things happening. And what happened to the children of Israel when they complained? They walked around that wilderness for 40 years because of what was coming out of their mouths. And really what they were saying is, God, you're not enough. God, you haven't taken care of us. God, you brought us out here to kill us. Now our wives, our children, us are going to die. We might as well go back where we can eat onions and leeks and all that stuff. See, then you want to go back to the old life. And the Bible says they roamed around for 40 years because of their discontentment complained and they were killed. So like we said earlier, is our complaining tying us to the problems we have been dealing with for years? Exactly. So when you're complaining about your jiggly thighs, (laughs) you're complaining about that extra 10 pounds that you have been struggling with for the last 5, 10, 15 years, that lousy, lazy spouse who never can get his... My awful kids. My awful kids. As you complain, the Bible says you will stay another night like the children of Israel or there's no forward momentum. You will remain... Crystal and I are going, no, that is the reason. I know. When we come, I'm sitting there complaining about my home. I'm complaining about money. And as you do, the problem gets bigger exactly. and bigger and bigger. Right. That That's exactly it. Why does complaining matter? Ooh. It obviously displeases God. I mean, I I don't care to roam in this desert for the next 40 years. And so you get stuck. I mean, you are tethered to the very problem that you're complaining about. The second thing is it just, you're already discontent. That's why we complain. And so it just strengthens that dissatisfaction. Complaining breeds complaining. It magnifies the negative. That's all you begin to see is it shines a light on the negative. And it really implies a lack of trust in God. That God, you really aren't doing it. You can't do it. And so I just need to complain about it. And it reinforces the, the original quote is all about victimhood. I mean, either just just accept it and move on because us acting like victims mm-hmm. just really sucks the life out of out of the room. We all know the complainer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we I don't want to be known as the complainer, but we all know the complainer and that person we, we all want to avoid. And listen, if we're Christians, wow, what a bad testimony. Oh, boy. oh man. Philippians 2. Verse 14 and 15 says, live a cheerful life without complaining or division amongst yourselves, for then you will be seen as innocent, 
faultless, and the pure children of God. Even though you live in a midst of a brutal and perverse culture, you will appear among them as shining lights in the universe. If we are not complaining, I mean, the Bible says right here, you're going to be a shining light. I just read a story of a minister and his wife who just raised several kids who are wonderful children. They're all in the ministry. They all love God. They're all doing great. Their families are blessed. And someone asked him, well, what's the key? What What's different about you guys? And he said, me and my wife, they were ministers. Me and my wife vowed we were never going to complain about the church and being in the ministry. And we were never going to complain about the people. And so these kids grew up believing People were wonderful wow. and serving God was just a pure joy. Man. They protected them from, I mean, we all can complain, yep. but they protected these kids and made them believe that living the life as a minister and living the life of God was the greatest thing you could ever do. Wow. I know. In- incredible. Yeah. When we don't taint yeah. someone else's reputation. Yep. Or our own reputation. I mean, why does it matter? It displeases God. It it really strengthens that discontentment. It affects, it effects, and it infects. I mean, it affects. We talk about negative, unhealthy thinking all the time. And complaining is just symptomatic of negative thinking, of thinking poorly about ourselves, about other people. And so it's going to have an adverse effect to our physical health, let alone affecting the reputation of other people. Exactly what you just yeah. said. So this minister, this this family, you know what? I'm sure there was plenty of things that didn't oh, go yeah. right. Yeah. And they just chose not to say anything. Uh-huh. And what did they do? They protected their kids. Mm-hmm. They protected future generations. Man, if we just wouldn't say anything. I know. You know, we're ruining somebody's reputation, tainting someone's reputation or our own reputation. Because you know what? I mean, complaining... It, it really looks bad, not just on the person or the situation we're talking about, but it looks bad on us. And complaining is a cancer. It infects. It infects the family. It infects the business. It infects anything and everywhere we go, just like a cancer would do. And so we've got to be careful. And if we're not careful, it just becomes our pattern of thinking. Yes. It, it, it just becomes who we are. We get on this cycle of complaining and it becomes our way of thinking and it will eventually self-sabotage yes. exactly what and we're trying to do. The people around you. Now, if we claim we love our kids, yeah. we love our friends, we love the people we work with, we love the people in the church, then we're not going to poison them. Right. You know, I've noticed some of the things that I've said to my children and, and then I hear it said back to me and I'm listening to the negativity and the, the dissatisfaction. Yeah. And I go, that's me. I did that to them. So if we truly love our spouse and we truly love the people around us, then we will not poison their system with this negativity and complaining. We may want to say it, right? But we don't get to. Right. So how do we stop? How do we stop? 
again, if we don't, we open up the podcast saying God's got an audacious, you know, purpose plan for your life. If you don't believe that, yeah. then then it's just really easy to look around and be jealous yeah. or to compare ourselves to someone else, what someone else has. If we don't realize that we are gifted in and of ourselves, that God has designed us for something really cool, then it's it's super easy to complain. See, we're designed to do something significant. And so do what you love as opposed to complaining about what you hate. Yeah. We would also say, man, I know it, it could be challenging, but stop hanging around complainers. Mm -hmm. If there are just these, these people in your life that that's all they're about is complaining, mm -hmm. man, try to minimize your contact time yeah. with people like that. Like, like we said, stay away from still people, people who are still <laughs> broke, people who are still complaining, people who are still hating those kind, you know, them every, every, every one of you in the audience, probably somebody just popped into your head. Yep. So try to minimize your time and find those people who are just, um, joyful and grateful. And that's what we would say. I mean, w one of the ways to combat, um, being a complainer is to rejoice. rejoice. That's the opposite of complaining exactly. in the dictionary right. is to rejoice. You're focusing on the good rather than the bad. You're focusing on your future instead of what's gone right. wrong. If the children of Israel had believed God and trusted that there is a great life ahead, they'd be dancing and right. singing. That trip was only supposed to take 11 days <gasps> and 40 years they wandered because they didn't see the future God right. had for them. You got to start seeing the great things that God has for you. You got to start believing it. You got to start trusting. Focus on the promises of God and the complaining starts to disappear. And to remember all the things yes. that God has Be done. Be grateful. I mean, to wake up in the morning that you have a bed and, and pillows. How about the telemarketers yes, the other oh, day? Oh, tell them, tell them. <laughs> oh, good. dear Lord. We were just discussing just this. Just discussing. And Crystal probably gets more telemarketing calls than anyone I know. They I'm were trying not to complain. Yeah, well, it's they're, they're popping up probably one every minute, maybe more. And leaving and she, messages and leaving. that I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to be arrested. My student loans. I'm like, What? <laughs> And she grabs her phone and goes, oh, I swear. And we went, oh, look it. These phone calls have been going on forever because she's sitting I there. Keep complaining come, keep about on. Them. And so she turned it and goes, thank God I have a phone. Thank God I have ears to hear. <laughs> but that's what you it's have to do. It's really weird yes. how this plays itself out. But to also in that rejoicing to remember all the good things yes. that God has done to be grateful, 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 to guard our mouths. Yes. I'm saying chew your own tongue I off. I know it. Because thoughts are going to come. That's right. You know, don't meditate on them. If it, I mean, negativity, situations, 
people, annoyances every day are going to pop That's in right. your head. The key is don't let it come out of your mouth. And if you can, you just flip it and go, thank God I have a husband. Right. Thank God I have children. Thank God I have a job. Rather than, oh, I right. hate this job. I hate Because your brain doesn't know whether it's, you're faking it yeah. out. Uh-huh. It just believes what you what you say and what you but, think. But you're retraining yourself to be grateful rather than a complainer. Exactly. And listen, give the benefit of the doubt. I just don't know how many people set out on purpose to ruin my day. I, uh, I, they just don't. But people are broken and we want the benefit of the doubt. You know, we want people to judge us based on our intent, and yet we're quick to judge people immediately based on their behavior. Mm-hmm. And you know what? There's always a backstory. Yeah. I mean, nobody acts a fool because they're okay. It, people blow it, and they they say negative things, and they act a fool because something isn't right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this there's this theory about the five whys, you know, before you actually get to what's really happening in a situation with a problem in a company, in in a marriage, in 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 whatever it is, you, you ask five whys and you finally get to really what's at the heart of the matter. And so we're just saying, start to look at the situation differently is we want the benefit of the doubt. And so instead of complaining, pause and just think, man, what has that person gone through today? Are they going through a divorce? Did there, is their child, you know, laying in the hospital sick? Um, are they going through a bankruptcy? Did they just lose their job? I mean, everybody's got something. And so um, give, give them a break. And so again, you guys, we are talking about really the the devastating um, outcome of being a complainer and that it's all about the attitude of the heart and and it matters so much to God and it and it, it really plays itself out in our lives it displeases God it 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 really magnifies the negative but we can stop it we can stop it when we realize that God has such an amazing plan for your life. It's just, it's carved out for each and every one of us. It's just our job to find it. And that when we're grateful and we rejoice and remember all the good things that God has done, we can push that complaining back. It'll make you a much happier person. Much, (laughs) much happier person. And so you guys, we... Uh, remember, stay away from still people, yes. still broke, still complaining, <laughs> still hating, still nowhere. Stay away from those people. Seek out people who are fun and joyful. I mean, there, there's nothing like being around people like that. And and, and look at ahead. your life. Yeah. I mean, look, just look at your life and see the things that you've complained about for 
for years. And for, you don't realize and it's you a don't complaint. realize yeah. it. So just take inventory of your life yep. and go, I have been complaining. Look at the marriages of yeah. the spouses complaining about each other and nothing ever changes. That's why. So that is exactly yep. why. Or you're complaining about the debt. You know, I can't get out from under this debt. We never have enough money. Never right. have enough money. So look at that and start turning it and going, I am grateful that I have a job. I'm grateful that I have money in my account. I'm grateful that I have a spouse. And you watch, you will break free from that situation and you won't stay another night. That's right. You'll be moving forward. Yeah. Don't camp Mm -mm. at the land of complaint another night. Again, we we just uh, appreciate so much you guys listening. Uh, we absolutely have the best time we do. doing Soul Gym Sisters. We really do. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. We would appreciate your support. Yeah, if you could, go to the support link on Anchor. And it will help expand our influence. Right. It will bring this message to the world. Yep. You can support us for 99 cents a month. 99 cents. 4.99 a month. 4.99. Or 9.99 a month. And we we can do great things. Right. We can do great things with your help. Absolutely. Tell all your friends about Soul Gym Sisters. Please subscribe. Um, email us. We got we've got some really cool stuff coming out. We just really um, would love for you guys to be a part. Uh, so catch us next week at the Soul Gym, where we whip flabby thinking into shape and develop mental, mental muscle. muscle. Bye. Bye.